Hello, and welcome to Life Simply Better. I'm Zoe Galitzis, and I coach busy working moms on how to create a simpler, more relaxed life, one doable step at a time. And on today's episode, episode 40, we are going to talk all about one minute coaching techniques. These are coaching tools and techniques that you can use in just a minute or less because I know a lot of you love the concept of coaching yourself, but you don't have a lot of time to spare or maybe you're just not sure where to start. So I want to break things down today and make them super doable, super quick so you can get started right now. And I will be sharing at the end of the podcast how you can actually join a free program that I just started called Simple Minutes that will help you make this minute a day a habit and a practice and really give you everything that you need to get started. So stay tuned if you're interested in that. But even if you're not, I think these tips will be helpful. So before I get started, I just want to say that I think self-coaching is one of the best things that you can do for yourself. I am sitting here on Sunday morning recording this podcast. I'm having an amazing day. And that is partly because I coached myself this morning. And I love to really devote a chunk of time to self-coaching. But like I said, I want to get started and talk to you about how even just a minute a day can make a big difference. And I'm reminded, I'm chuckling to myself because right before I started to record this podcast, I was about to start recording and got an unexpected phone call. My husband, who was with our kids, was calling me and saying, I'm at the park. I don't know where my wallet is. I don't know if it fell out on my way to the park. I don't know if it's in the house. I don't know where it is. And Will just rode his bike off somewhere. I don't know where (laughs) our child is either. And so it's just one of those moments where there were so many opportunities for me to get stressed about where the wallet was or get frustrated that now I wasn't going to be recording my podcast. I was going to be looking for my husband's wallet. But I just get to those situations nowadays and it's not a big deal. It's like, just kind of washes over me. Fortunately, the wallet turned out to be really close to the computer that I'm going to be recording at. So found the wallet, found the kid, we're all set. And that's what makes today amazing is not anything in particular that's going on. It's just that I have a mindset that allows me to take things as they come to just kind of roll with it and stay relaxed. And I love that. And the reason I have that is because of self-coaching. So if you're wondering what self-coaching is, I've talked about this in more detail in other episodes. But today's episode is really focusing on quick techniques. And self-coaching really is the practice of just building your self-awareness, learning how to work with your mindset and your emotions to have a better experience of life and to create the results that you want. So that's what self-coaching is. We don't need to go into a big technical definition. And I think as we go through these tips, you'll understand more about what it is if this is a new concept to you. So I have five techniques that I want to share with you that are things you can do without setting separate time aside, without having a block in your calendar to do self-coaching. They're just things that you can do in a minute or less throughout the day as you think of them. And again, if you're like, well, I'm not going to remember to think of them, 
And how do I really get started with this? I'll be talking more about that towards the end of the episode. But here are the five techniques I want to share with you. The first technique is to hold space for yourself. And all that means, all it means to hold space for yourself is to become a neutral observer of your own life. So you are taking a step back and you are holding that space for yourself to just notice what's going on. Instead of being closed into the swirl of your life, you know that feeling of just drama and tension and you feel like you're just right in it. Holding space is opening up space around that drama, stepping back, and getting some perspective. And what that looks like in a minute or less is when you're starting to spin out into overwhelm or stress or whatever it happens to be, it's just taking a breath and it's just noticing. The first thing you can notice is, I notice I'm feeling stressed right now. The next thing you can notice is what you're thinking about. Oh, I'm thinking about this project and that's stressing me out. It's really just noticing from a place of compassion. You're not trying to fix it. You're not trying to change anything in that moment. You're just noticing. And a lot of times people hear about holding space and the idea of just noticing things. And it sounds very ineffective because you're not really doing anything. But let me tell you, we spend so much time doing, doing, doing without realizing what's going on underneath the surface. If you think about what you're doing as the tip of an iceberg, there's all this other stuff, our emotions, our thoughts, our mindset, our past experiences that are underneath the iceberg that are driving all of that. And we can't access that without stopping for a minute to just notice what's going on. So I invite you to consider that just noticing what's going on and holding space for yourself in that way is actually incredibly powerful because that space is what will ultimately allow us to understand ourselves. And when we understand ourselves and we understand the root cause and the patterns that are happening in our life, that's when we can make the most effective change. So that's the first technique is just taking a few seconds is really all it is to just notice what's going on. Step out of the drama, take a step back and notice yourself. Observe your thoughts, observe your feelings and hold that space for yourself compassionately. The second technique is asking great questions of yourself. And I will give you some examples here. You can think of your own as well. But great questions are open-ended questions that are empowering and that inspire curiosity rather than shutting us down. So I'll give you a couple examples of great questions and a couple of examples of (laughs) less empowering questions. And I'm thinking on the fly here because I have a very brief outline for this podcast. So hopefully I can come up with some questions here. I'm sure that I can. So one example of a question is, what am I making this mean? So when you are, again, stuck in the spin of some drama, taking a second to first notice what's going on, notice the facts, notice your thoughts about it, and then just ask yourself, what am I making this mean? Did an email just stress you out? Ask yourself, what am I making this email mean? And that opens you up to a space of curiosity and being able to Again, look at some of the thoughts you're having. Another great question that I love to ask is, how can I make this simpler? 
you know, when I'm feeling like life is just too much, there's too much going on, everything's too complicated, why can't I just go live in a hut somewhere with some chickens and my kiddos? Because uh, that would be so much simpler. I like to ask, how can I make this simpler? And again, right away, that opens up some curiosity, some interest, some fascination, and sends your brain in a direction of gen- of generating ideas and generating solutions rather than closing down. Now, here are some examples. So those were good questions. What am I making this mean? How can I make this simpler? Great open-ended questions. Some examples of questions that you might ask yourself (laughs) that aren't as helpful are like, why is she doing that? Or why is he doing that? I think that about my kids all the time. Like, how can they do, or here's, here's an even better version of that. How can they do that? Like, my kids are being what I think is ridiculous. And I'm like, how can they do that? That's closes me off from solutions, right? Because it just focuses on my kids. It thinks they should be different than they are and they should behave all the time, which of course they don't, and sends my brain in the direction of just inwardly resenting my kids or whatever I'm doing in that moment. Another example would be like, why is this happening to me in sort of a negative way. Like, I can't believe this is happening. This is so frustrating. So just notice the difference between those questions you ask yourself. Good questions are open-ended, they inspire curiosity, and they bring you to a place of finding solutions rather than just coming up with answers that fuel your negativity and the drama. My next technique after asking a good question is to find a new thought. Find some thoughts that work better for you, that feel better. I was talking to a client the other day. We were coaching, and I was asking her. She's made a lot of really powerful changes in her life, and I was asking her for an example of what are some of the thoughts, because, again, thoughts create our feelings, which create our actions, which create our results. So if we really want to make change in our life, if we want to feel better, that all starts with our thoughts. So I was asking this client, like, what are some of the favorite thoughts that you have? And one thought that she offered that she had gained through this process of coaching that she really liked was everything is figureoutable. And I love that thought too. I go to that all the time. When I am working on a project that I don't know how to do, that I haven't done before, and I'm just feeling at an impasse or feeling very confused, I just remind myself, everything is figureoutable. And just that thought, just that idea that I don't need to know the solution right now because I have the skill of figuring things out and that's enough, just moving to that new thought is so helpful. And again, this is something that takes a few seconds, right, to to think that new thought, to kind of pivot your mindset, but it's so worth it. It can make such a huge difference in your day. Okay, technique number four is process your emotions. I have talked about this in more detail in other podcasts that are called something like if you search on emotions um, on my site, I'm sure you'll find it. But you know, mastering your emotions would be one episode that talked about that. But basically, processing your feelings is just allowing your emotion 
to be there without trying to fix it, without trying to change it. Again, sounds very counterintuitive. It seems like if we just allow our negative emotion to be there, it will take over and not go away. But the opposite happens. When we can allow and accept our emotions, emotions are naturally transient. They process through our body. They move through our body. And again, you don't have to take separate time out of your day to do this. You might be standing at the stove, cooking dinner, feeling kind of stressed out or anxious. You can just notice, I'm feeling stressed out. Let me just sit with that for a minute while I'm cooking dinner. Let me feel where I feel that. I feel that in my chest. I feel that in my arms. And that is the process of allowing your emotion. And you will be amazed that without doing anything to try to fix that emotion, that emotion will process through and you will feel so much better if you're just willing to welcome it and accept it and feel it. So processing your emotions is one of my best self-coaching techniques. And again, it only takes a minute to do during the rest of your day. All right, the fifth technique I'm going to talk about, and then I'll talk a little bit more about this free program that I have. The fifth technique is to take a podcast baby step. These podcasts come out every week, every Tuesday, and I try to give you some really concrete, doable things that you can do. Just take something from that podcast and try applying it in your life for the week. So maybe you decide that you're going to work this week on asking some more open-ended questions of yourself that generate curiosity. Maybe you like the question, is it, how can I make this simpler? And maybe your baby step from the podcast for this week is to ask yourself, how can I make this simpler about something you're dealing with at work? That's all you need to do. And again, only takes a minute to just make a decision. I heard that. I like that. I'm going to try that. And again, it's not something you have to schedule extra time for. It's just something you can incorporate into your day-to-day. So to recap the five techniques we just talked about that all take a minute or less to do and you can do along with the rest of your daily life without taking extra time. Number one, hold space for yourself. Number two, ask great questions of yourself. Number three, find new thoughts. Number four, process your emotions. And number five, take a podcast baby step. Now, if you just listen to this and you're like, all this sounds great as I'm listening to this podcast, I know I'm going to go into the rest of my life and forget all about it. And trust me, I say that from personal experience. I have listened to so many podcasts where I'm like, that sounds awesome. I should totally make a habit of that. I'm going to I'm going to coach myself for a minute every day. Sounds great. And then the first day I do it, the second day I do it, the third day I've completely forgotten about it, gotten distracted, moved on to something else, and it never becomes a habit. So I want to offer you a really easy way of making this a habit, which is my new program. It's called Simple Minutes. It's totally free. All you need to do is go to my website, lifesimplybetter.com, and you will see a link or a button to join free program. You just click that. It only takes a minute to sign up for. You put in your first name and your email address and click join free program and you're all set. And what you're going to get from doing that is awesome. You are going to get a very short email every day that has a quick coaching tip 
just along these same techniques. So it might have a great question to ask yourself. It might have a tip on how to process your emotion, because I know that's something that people always get confused about. So providing some quick tips on that, etc. All of the techniques we just talked about are incorporated on different days. And every email will take a minute or less to read. I promise you. I looked up <laughs> how many words a minute the average person reads because I know you're busy. I don't want to fill up your inbox. That is the last thing I want to do. I'm very much a fan of empty inboxes and minimalism and constraint. So I really thought hard before I started this program because the last thing I want to do is add digital clutter to your life. But these are quick emails that will make this a habit. This will take out the guesswork for you of like, hmm, what she said, ask yourself great questions. Like, what are great questions to ask myself? And it takes out needing to remember it because you're just going to, it's just going to show up in your inbox and make it super easy to do. And it only takes a minute to read through. And there's one more reason I did this. There are a couple techniques that I didn't mention that I think are really important but are hard for people to do on their own, especially when they're starting out. The first one is self-coaching models. I have two episodes of the podcast, episode six and episode eight, where I talked about the self-coaching model and what that looks like. The self-coaching model has changed my life. It has changed thousands of people's lives. Uh, It's a tool that was created by Brooke Castillo, who is my coach instructor. And it maps out exactly how our thoughts create our feelings, create our actions, create our results. And it allows you to get leverage over that and to change your life through changing your mindset. The only trick with the self-coaching model is that Nine times out of 10, maybe 10 times out of 10, when I see people try to write their own models the first time, they have problems with their models that make them much less effective. And so one of the days of the week in this Simple Minutes program, one of the emails you're going to get every week is examples of self-coaching models. So you can really understand what the model looks like, what a good model looks like. And I'm including models that are examples of things that you probably run across in your own life. For example, a model on feeling overwhelmed. And so you can really take those, you can apply them to your own lives, and you can also get examples of what good models look like. Because again, I know when I first started writing models, I did not do them correctly. I needed a coach to help me with that. And this is a way that even without paying for coaching, you can get a leg up on doing really good self-coaching models. And the second thing is just sharing some of my own self-coaching. I think shared coaching is one of the most powerful ways to grow. And so every Saturday, I'm sharing a little bit of my own self-coaching so you can also learn and grow from that. So all of that is included in this free Simple Minutes program. Again, all it is, it's just an email a day that you can read in a minute or less that will help you make these self-coaching techniques understandable, help you apply them to your lives, and most importantly, make it a daily practice. Because when you're doing a minute, but you're doing it every day, that adds up and that can make a huge difference in your life. So again, if you're interested, I encourage you to just take a minute, go to lifesimplybetter.com, click on join free program, and put your information in, click the button, 
And within the next day, you will get your first email. And now you want to make sure I might land in some random folder in your email. So you have to go through, you might have to check your junk folder or spam folder if you have some emails that get routed to that. And you will have to confirm your subscription in the first email that you get. So make sure to look after you sign up, make sure you're getting the emails from me, but that is all you need to do to sign up. All right, I hope this was very helpful. I know this is something that I'm very excited to be offering everyone. And whether or not you sign up for the program, use these techniques, try them out. I know that you will see a difference. All right, everyone, have a wonderful week. I will talk to you again soon.